What's up, everybody? It's All-Star and World Series champ Nick Swisher here, and I'm stoked to tell you about my new podcast, The Nick Swisher Show, right here on Podcast One. If you know me, you know I've worn a lot of hats in my career, and each one of them has had highs, lows, and a whole lot of learning in between. And that's exactly what I'm bringing to this podcast. You're going to get crazy interviews with athletes from their struggles to their successes and all their unbelievable superstitions along the way. You're going to hear from hometown heroes that are stepping up to the plate and making positive change and influences in their communities. I mean, we've got scientists, coaches, comedians. I'm telling you, whether you're an athlete, a parent, a coach, or just looking for a little energy in your life, then Home Plate is right here. It's old school soul with new school vibes. It's the Nick Swisher Show, coming soon wherever you get your podcast. Hey guys, today on CarCast, we're going to tell you about Speed Vision, the comeback of the iconic network. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the SEMA build and a whole lot more. Before we get started, here's Geico. Do you own? Do you rent your home? Sure you do. And it can be hard work. You know it's easy? Bundling your policies with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you have so much to do already around your home. Why not make it easy? Go to Geico.com, get a quote, and see just how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit Geico.com today. That's Geico.com. Welcome to CarCast. I'm Matt, the moderator. DeAndrea here with Bill Goldberg. Good day, sir. How are I'm you? I'm awake. You're awake. I'm awake. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm running on. I'm on, running on garage high. But you know, <clears throat> yeah. It's. Uh, I'm good, man. I'm good. Just another day here in Texas, and uh, thank God it's not raining. We got progress. Yeah, it's, we had a little <laughs> rain here in LA as well. The schedule's been shifted a little bit this week. In the next couple of weeks, it's going to be a little hectic. Um, I know you've got a lot of work. You're going to be traveling. We got SEMA coming up. Uh, it's going to be, uh, yeah, kind of a, a hectic thing. Um, we'll get into some of that, but I wanted to touch on this big announcement, Speed Vision, the old network that we loved, uh, kind of the network that kicked off all of this automotive content stuff. Speed Vision is making a comeback. And uh, it, this is exciting, of course. This is something that you and I have known about for quite some time now. We kind of had to be tight-lipped about the whole thing. Um, uh you're a partner on this thing. You're a whatever, a partner, a co-founder, an investor, however you want to call it. You're very heavily involved uh, with a couple of other guys. Um, uh, you know, uh, Bob Scanlon, probably not a name that's well known uh, outside of the 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 industry, uh, more of the Hollywood industry. But you know, he was a, a big wig at the networks and brought us a lot of automotive content over the years. Um, but uh, Speed vision, like what I mean, what's going on? What can you tell us a little bit about it? I got some notes here I'll dig into, but um what what's your what's your thoughts on it? Well, we did a really good job, like you said, of of uh withholding all the information for the years. <laughs> yeah. Gotta get the months, timing right. Uh, yeah, months and years prior. But you know, I, I got an inquiry uh a couple of years ago, an as an interesting email from Mark Warman and uh we all know Mark from Graveyard Cars. Mark and I go way back, and you know it's widely known that if anybody touches a Mopar of mine, it's only going to be him. Yeah. Uh, 
you know, so, and, and Mark's a great guy. He's a very uh, forward thinking guy. Um, he's got great success, what, like 19 years with graveyard cars, something like that. Anyway, he opened my eyes to an opportunity uh, to be involved with the initial group of people that were hoping to bring back the legacy of uh, 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 a name like, you know, uh, uh, an entity with the name of Speed Vision, because, you know, I'm 50, almost 56 years old, but the only thing I can remember as a kid where I could really go to get the coolest car content was Speed Vision. And it, you know, it was the preeminent source for all automotive, whether it be racing, whether it be historical, whether it be documentary. Um, it, it was the only place to go. And then, you know, it transforms over the past 10, 15, 20 years into it, it morphs itself into velocity, into speed, into motor trend. You know, the guy that pretty much was at the helm of all those transformations is a guy named Robert Scanlon. And I've known Robert for a couple of years, and known of him. I, I haven't known him personally, but to fast forward, you know, he had secured um, speed vision, the trademark and everything. And he had this plan to reinvent. And I was lucky enough to be in on the original people to, uh, to make this to come to fruition. And uh, it's been very exciting over the past year and a half to watch it unfold. And basically, at the end of the day, the people over 40 years old, every time you hear the word speed vision, it evokes to, for me, a smile, you know, because it's back to the day of just the simple automotive historical documentary. It wasn't a bunch of reality show, you know, uh, storylines thrown in. And it was just, if you wanted information, unbiased information for car content, that's where you went. Yeah. Um, and now it's back. And it's, I, I'm very honored to be a part of it. Uh, whether I'll, I, I was asked by the Hollywood Reporter if I'm going to host shows and what, do this, do that. Hey, man, it's, it's a free for all right now. We quite obviously have a lot of content. Um, we're looking for original content. And uh, it's, a, it's a great day as a car guy, man, for me. And especially in a time right now when the ice engines are, are going away, right? Yeah. So they need to be well documented. The hist historical value of these need to be well documented for another generation so they can appreciate it like we did. Um, that, that's just one point, I believe, that, you know, the reemergence of speed vision at this time, it's integral in success. And so I, I'm that dude, I'm ecstatic. I really am. I, I, I'm at a loss for words, but yeah. it's it's an exciting time, man, as a car guy, as an investor, uh, as a potential host. You know, you and I with this show, hopefully we'll be on speed vision with. Um, so it, it's it's very exciting times. And man, I've I've heard from people over the past, you know, couple of days that I haven't heard from in a, quite a long time in the car world. And just that in and of itself uh, is is backing uh, of our idea that just the announcement of speed vision coming back uh, evokes a wonderfully exciting feeling as a car guy. You know, that, that's the best way I can describe it, man. I'm just, I'm really happy right now.
It's a cool deal. It's a cool deal for sure. So Speed Vision uh, hopefully is going to be debuting in the fall. This is all pretty new. It's going to be on some some streaming services as they ramp up distribution. But some of the deals that they have so far, uh, Redbox, Plex, TCL Channel, uh, MyBundle.tv, LocalNow, the Grio, Sports.tv, uh, Mansa, there's going to be more in the works. And there are a few shows that they're bringing back or maybe redoing. Uh, first off, uh, Americana, which uh, a show that I loved with Ray Everham. Ray Everham is such a great interview, by the way. He's such an interesting he's guy. He's awesome. And he's man. got such. We need to have him on. Yeah, he's, he's so enthusiastic. He's a great storyteller. He's really engaging to chat with and to see on TV. Um, a show called. He is NASCAR. Dude. Oh, yeah. You know? uh, a show called Radford Returns with Aunt Anstead. Uh, about uh, the Radford, uh, the, which is the British car company that they brought back and they teamed up with Lotus to make this car. That's a very cool car. Um, Talking Classic Cars with Wayne Carini. I love that idea. I love Wayne. Uh, he, he really he finds – I mean I, I like he's bringing a taste of something that's not all just muscle cars as much as we may love muscle cars. But he really Absolutely. digs in to the cooler, cool stuff. Um, uh, going a little old school, Gears with Stacy David. Uh, uh, you know, uh, he's been doing this forever. <laughs> look at the smile on your yeah. look at the smile on your face. That's yeah. what that's what we're trying to bring. Back, yeah, well, right? mostly it's his mullet, but everything else. Is it's nostalgia, right? Yeah. Whether it's Stacy David or not. Right? Yeah, I mean, hopefully he has some better graphics at the beginning of the show. But other than that, <laughs> I don't I think it, it. you're absolutely right. I don't think it's changed, but uh, I, I, you know. Listen, the guy's got a rhythm. He's got a pace. He's been doing it forever. He's engaging. He's fun yeah. to see. Um, of course, we're going to get Graveyard Cars with Mark Warman. I think he's going to do another show as well, 14th Street Wheels. It's another uh, <laughs> Mark Warman show. Uh, we're going to get into that. Um, there's some aviation content. Uh, we're dipping into this uh, this Aero Cinema Library, get some documentaries and some stories about vintage aircraft which is very cool. Get into uh, some icons like the P fifty one Mustang. Um, that's going to oh, yeah. be uh, that's going to be kind of cool to see. Uh, Cafe Racer bring a little motorcycle focus in here as well. Uh, some of the builders that uh, recreate these these kind of old school uh, beautiful bikes. Uh, another motorcycle museum type of show. Um, uh, Wheels through time uh, kind of thing. So there's going to be a number of things. And then as you said. Uh, hopefully we can be producing some content up there as well. So uh, I'm, I'm excited about this. It's incredibly difficult to launch an entire network from scratch as you're building content, you're raising money and working on distribution deals. This is a huge undertaking, which is why, like you said, it's been years in the works. But the person who has done it over and over again in this space is leading the charge for sure. Uh, I, 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 I agree. Along that with his ad agent, the, the team that they put together is legit. I will say that. So uh, oh, yes. hopefully you guys will tune in and, uh, you know, give it a chance. I'm sure they want feedback on what you'd like to see. Um, I speed vision, I believe is going to be, uh, all over social media. So you can start following them. Um, uh, it's Speed Vision TV. It's on Instagram yeah, right it's now, at, where you can at Speed Vision TV. It should be on 
all the social media platforms and, you know, Instagram, Facebook, I think YouTube, TikTok. So I would just start following them so you can see what's what's going on with those guys. And as content and stuff gets released, like I said, it's all pretty new. But, dude, it's kind of an exciting thing. I, I mean, not to knock the build shows, but it's it's just getting a little too much of the same shit again and again and again. And I, here's an opportunity to – to to get the right mixture of of that kind of stuff, like can we do some build some cool build shows? Like the lineup that they presented to us, like yeah, we got some build shows, we got some restoration stuff, we got some aerospace, uh, we got some motorcycle stuff, we got some history, some docu series, the Americana stuff. Like I think it could be a good mix that's that that is intriguing for the enthusiast as opposed to just it's the- going to satiate everybody. Right. I mean, just to, Hey, uh, the, the fact is when I did, um, I can't even remember the name of the show that I did with bud, one of the shows, but bull run um, was one. Of them, I, yeah. yeah. It wasn't bull run. It was, uh, I remember we were in East LA and we were doing uh, low riders and I'm sitting there jumping these cars. Right. Yeah. And yeah. The fact is, yeah. is that I, I wouldn't, <clears throat> I'm not going to say I wouldn't be caught dead in one, but I wouldn't be driving one. It's just not something that I enjoy, right? But I greatly can appreciate the time and the effort and the skill that goes into the builds of these cars. I mean, they're yeah. unbelievable. Yeah. I appreciate it. it. It's not my taste. So indicative of the network going across the board. I mean, we want to satiate everybody from the low rider to the motorcyclist, to the racer, to the, you know, the weekend warrior that goes out and tries to work on his cars, whatever it may be, whatever you're into automotive wise or, uh, you know, airplane and anything with an engine pretty much. um, That's what we're going to cover. A lot of racing too. I hope so. And I'd like to see some vintage stuff as well. I know this is something that Adam Kroll has been, uh, uh, you know, sort of the uh, champion for. Um, and it's kind of hard to explain because the build shows and that like, you know, sort of this fake kind of eh, whatever you want to call it. They they need to put some wrinkle in the system like, oh, we're running out of time or, you know, this whatever broke. But I, I don't know that we need that kind of setup all the time. Like, Think well, that's that. what we've gotten for the past 10 years is that because that's part of the formula is you and I both have been pitching shows our entire you know adult lives. People want strife. They want argumentative, you know, content yeah. and they want a time. They want a time limit and they want, you know, to keep a docket of the price. And, you know, you have to check off these certain this checklist and it's just what people have wanted over the past 10 years. I think it's time to move on again to reinvent the space. I mean, y- you and I have been to some really interesting events. You know, we've been to Good Goodwood, the Revival, the Hill Climb, the, the Motorsports <laughs> Reunion, the Rolex Motorsports Reunion, uh, uh, Woodward Dream Cruise. Um, you know, some of the stuff there, and there's some cool muscle cars and some cool drag racing. The Hill Climb is fantastic. You'll see the brand new. Kona's egg go up the hill and then you'll see Keanu Reeves on one of his arch motorcycles go up the hill and uh and I can guarantee you that we will have Goodwood on that channel. I, uh, I certainly if I have to host it myself and you and I have to go over there and do hey people need uh, the people that love this space need to see what goes on there man because you and I 
we've, we've seen and done a lot of things, but the first time that I went, I will never forget what an experience that was. And it was un, it unmatched by anything I've ever done in that space. You, you, it was just cool, unique. I mean, you go to you go to the revival and everybody dresses up, period, correct, and that's the vintage race. You go there and, and you're watching a race and you're like, oh, there's three $70 million Ferraris on the track right now. $70 million Ferraris. 250 going GTOs, LMs, and, and you're right. They're just sawing out the wheels, sliding around. I mean, <laughs> and you're going like this, and you're, it's not even your car. Right? Oh, man. We saw we saw an original uh, Cobra out there and got a little dinged up, and the guy just brought it back in and taped up the front end. And he's like, I'm going out again. And I know it's a <laughs> shitty deal, and he's going to fix the car, but uh, but that's kind of what it was meant for, and to see that kind of stuff yeah. out there. Um, anyway, so speaking of, uh, we just got back from the Velocity Invitational. Um, this is a new event put on by a guy named Jeff O'Neill. Jeff O'Neill, um, probably not a name you know. He he owns uh, O'Neill Wines. He's uh, done very well in the wine industry, and he, he's putting a little bit of that uh, success into this event um, I think it's like the third year or something that that's in, or three or four years, uh, including an off year for COVID. Uh, so it was three days at Laguna Seca, vintage racing, and my take on it is this: is it's got a little bit of Monterey Rolex Motorsports reunion. It's got a little mm-hmm. bit of like Luftgut cult, like. There was displays throughout, like instead of the big paddock area of of just trailers with the pits, and he got sort of peppered in, you know, put down the fake grass turf and do a cool display with, you know, Gunther Works and some Porsches and some vintage race cars. And and uh, so kind of made it a, a curated car show with – uh, vintage racing and a little bit of Goodwood, and the Goodwood portion was not quite there yet with like the big manufacturer displays. When we walked around Goodwood, there's like an entire building that's Mercedes Benz oh, yeah. and Lamborghini. He's not quite there yet, but if you remember that Goodwood, instead of Goodwood was better organized for the consumer to walk through the pits. And what I mean by that is, is typically when you go to the racetrack, uh, like the, like Monterey, there's some dude's big ass truck with his awning coming out and they're thrashing in a pit. And then there's like another guy, you know, down and he's thrashing in his pit. When you go to Goodwood, um, the trucks aren't really there. It's stalls. So you see like race car, race car, race car, race car, all in stalls in a, in a tented area, and their tools are kind of in the back. So for the racing team, it's a little bit more complex because you don't have full access to all of your gear. Um, but from a spectator standpoint, you can walk down an aisle, and there's like a presentation card. Like every – you know, in Goodwood, there was like a sign hanging above them. At Velocity, there was like a like a – like a little podium stand with with a card, and there was it was they were all the same. It was very sort of uniform, and it's like this car is 1964, and it's 300 horsepower, and here's a little paragraph story, and you can walk up and down and just uh, kind of visit these cars uh, and see them just next to each other. And all of the groups were well curated, 
and then they ran the groups in order. And in the field, the paddock area, they were lined up in order. So you can walk down the aisle of group one, group two, group three, right? You see all the B sedan, you know, group five tens. You see all the Mini Coopers. And you, then you see the, the Trans Am big bore V8 cars, the Mustangs, Camaros, uh, uh, you know. So it was, a you know, F1 cars. And then in between – Many of the racing run groups, they would do, you know, 15 minutes of this exhibition stuff. So McLaren was out there very heavily. Uh, Mario Andretti came out. Tanner Faust came out. They were racing McLaren F1 cars. They were racing Senna's uh, Senna's Formula One car they were driving. Uh, uh, they had some really cool cars up on the track. They had that Zinger, that tandem, uh, all 3D printed, eleven or 1,200 horsepower car hitting the track. Uh, the Gunther Works, our friend Billy Johnson, he's a, he's a race car driver, and he raced um, four GTs at Le Mans. Uh, he was out there in the Gunther Works cars. And during the exhibition stuff, it's cool as shit because he's taking a turn, and then he's drifting down the corkscrew. Oh, um, man. They had the dirt fish guys out there with the Subarus and stuff, and they were just drifting the whole course. They're drifting Laguna Seca. Um, it was just cool as shit to see. And then when they're done, you know, uh, all, they're, they're done, and then they've got the next run group. I don't know. Group 10 goes out, and it's like uh, <laughs> it was uh, Mini Coopers versus Mustangs versus Gen 1 Mustangs. And you don't think that that's the right pairing, but – the Mini Cooper is such a good little handling momentum car. You just don't oh, even yeah. use the brakes. You just flat out the whole time. And then the Mustang has so much torque, but with a small tire that you have to use the brakes so much. So on the straightaway, <laughs> you see the Mustangs blown by the Minis. And then when you get to a turn, oh. all the Minis pass. And, uh, and, yep. and it's a. So it's cool. It's, it's cool, Perry. Guys. It's cool as shit. It was a very, very cool event. Um, one of the, the big things they did for the drivers is. Um, the normal like Rolex tent, which is kind of off of turn like uh, one and two, that was a big wine tasting event you can buy a ticket to, you know, from O'Neill Wines, right? Um, and then along the straightaway, they constructed this massive, uh, you know, a driver's uh, tent and VIP area. So you were able to sit there and watch the straightaway with all the cars coming and across the straightaway um, next to the grandstands, giant screen, you know, projection screen so you can see what's going on. That was the coolest, what most well-curated, like, drivers and VIP suite uh, that I have seen there before. And instead of all the cars lining up in the paddock area on the straightaway, which not many people get to see, in the middle of the parking, like paddock area, they they made their own little uh, starting grid. All the cars queued up there, and they put like a little white picket fence around it, and they put some hay bales around it so you can sit and you can watch. So as spectators, you can see all the entire run group queue up before they went out on the track. Instead of because on when you're on the track in that area, it's all like wristband crew only. Right. Yeah. This area, they kind of the little white picket fence, three feet high. 
So it's not going to block your view, and you can see all the cars queue, uh, queue up. Some of the drivers get out. They chat for a second. They're there for about 15 minutes, 10 minutes, and then they all get in the cars. Their crew belts them in. They fire up all the cars, and they all roll out on the track. It was so cool, so well done. Uh, now I was thinking about it. I was like, well, the Rolex reunion is in August. Ren Sport is like October. This event's in October. It's like how are you going to fit all of this stuff in? And I was kind of thinking, I was talking to some people there. I was like, you know, this was such a well-curated event. They just need to beef up the attendance, right? Um, But the Rolex reunion in in August is such a well-tended event, but there's so much going on. It's a little messy. And I was like, can we merge the two? And someone's like, that's exactly what they're working on doing. So uh, it would be cool to see. Uh, a little bit of of both of of these things kind of happen at the same time. Um, it would give us much more of that Goodwood feeling. Um, that I I think that's the evolution of of this event is having some of the curated stuff and the exhibition cars and and because the thing about Goodwood like the revival is all vintage racing, but the hill climb the festival of speed. You get a little bit of everything out there. Um, and this past year at uh, in August in Monterey, they did a hill climb on Sunday and they ran Laguna Seca backwards to do the hill climb and they brought a bunch of cars out. Um, it was cool except you know we didn't see it live because that's also when the Pebble Beach Concourse is. Uh, so it's tough to get to all of these events at the same time. So there's going to be a little bit of juggling with schedule. Like how do you – get to uh, how do you share the schedule how do you do pebble beach concours and you know the exotics on cannery row and concorso italiano and the vintage racing and you know and it's it used to be that you'd kind of jump around from event to event and and oftentimes if you were super into the racing you'd go to the track if you were super into the to the the show you'd go to pebble and it's a little difficult to do both but now that the events are becoming even cooler, you kind of want to do two or three of these events, and it's getting difficult to do. So, they're but they're aware. That's all I'll say is they are aware of it. They're trying to work it out schedule wise, um, and I uh, I think maybe one of the solutions would be there's a lot of the old timer cars that go out there, the pre war stuff, and it's cool to see. But it really is kind of a different audience. You know the guys that are out there with the wooden wheel cars, and they're they're cool. Yeah. I mean, they're sitting up high, and they're you know they got the leather helmet on and the scarf blowing, and and you know and but that takes up a bit of time. And there's several run groups that I think it would be better to maybe break that portion out and run it the weekend before, just the weekend before. Focus on like all the pre war cars, and then makes sense. Um, and then that frees up. Uh, like a Friday, Saturday to focus more on the vintage racing that we've been talking about. And maybe Sunday uh, you could do a little bit of pebble stuff um, and and not miss out on it. Because a lot of the guys, the if they're racing on Sunday, they can't go to pebble, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, you, know, you know, some of the guys like Adam Krola, he brings out certain cars just based on the run group schedule. You know, he's like, oh, I want to – qualify Friday and race on Saturday 
and not have to be at the track on Sunday so we can go to Pebble. And we literally pick a car based on that. <laughs> you know, uh, that, it's I mean, perfect. yeah, it's perfect. Not everybody gets to do that, but exactly. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, Velocity is a cool event. I believe they partnered up with the guys at Goodwood and streamed it all on the Goodwood YouTube channel. So they did a live stream over the weekend. Sunday was all of the main event races. So you can live stream um, like nine hours of the vintage racing. And, uh, you know, they got the charming British guys, you know, commentating on the whole thing. And they bring in a bunch of people and they interview over time. You know, Adam is up there. And yeah, the guy, the guy who runs the Goodwood TV station or, or tele, the guy who hosts it is the owner of Bull, the owner of Bull Run. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I met the guy. I mean, I, I talked to them because Adam did an interview with them. David, I, I can't remember his last name, but uh, he, he's going to shoot me for this. But <clears throat> yeah, David, uh, I can't remember. He and his cousin owned a bull run. Own a bull run. Yeah. Because I remember seeing him. He came around with the camera. He turned the corner, and I bumped into him at Goodwood the first year I was there. I'm like, what are you doing here? <laughs> and literally, he was he was doing the broadcast. David Green. Okay, yeah. Okay. Um, anyway, yeah, it's a cool event, so definitely check that out. And listen, that's something that should be on Speed Vision. Absolutely. I uh, and texting scandal. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's something that should definitely be there on Speed Vision. So, um, what else is going on? SEMA, SEMA Crunch. So, working on the Mustang Mach what One. Is, uh, what isn't going? Trying on? to get the audio system dialed in with the with Focal. <laughs> I'm putting the turbo kit on it. Uh, their guys are texting me right now as we're doing this um, with the with the hood. Uh, you know, the Mustang Mach 1, it was a fighter jet gray, as you guys know. And then on the hood, there's the Mach 1 stripe. It has like a gloss black with an orange pinstripe. And there was a satin black going up the middle. Um, mm-hmm. And then the Mach 1 logo on the front. And we have the carbon fiber hood with the scoop in it. So I was like, well, how do we kind of work that out? And so it's the fighter jet gray. It's the gloss black, it's the orange stripe, and then the center section that was satin black is now polished carbon fiber. It's the raw carbon fiber that goes through. Nice. Um, And then the whole thing is clear coated. And then the Mach 1 logo that's at the front of the hood that was done in black, it's kind of ghosted in there in black. We stenciled out the logo, painted over everything, and then when we peeled that off, the Mach 1 logo is in the raw carbon fiber. And uh, they just sent it to me. They're doing the clear coat. They're going to buff it out. Um, it's fucking cool. It's going to be a subtle little effect. You won't really notice it. But then it has the hood scoop on it, right, which is the kind of the retro style scoop. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to see that. Uh, we've got to, I've got to deliver the car tomorrow to Anderson Composites. Uh, they need it early. I'm not exactly sure why. <laughs> um, it's kind of jamming up the schedule, but uh, I understand stress levels are high and they want to make sure everything's organized. So we're going to bring that over to them. Um, working on the, the turbo kit. It's the first one. You know, we don't really have instructions for it. We're trying to get it done and I'll head over there again today and 
Um, hey, just mock it, mock it up, dude. Nobody will know it's SEMA. I, I know, but I, I think we got to drive it in and drive it out. So we got to get some kind of uh, – we got to kind of get – I'm not saying we need to wind this thing out to 7,000 RPM, but uh, we're going to get it all together. We're going to get the bass tune in it. We're going to be able to fire it up and drive it around. And then like anything SEMA related, well, we might bring it home and make sure that we tightened everything. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah. yeah. Right, listen, That's a prerequisite of anything that comes back from SEMA, whether you finish the vehicle or not. Yeah. And it, it, it'll be okay. It'll, it'll fire up. It'll run. Everything will work. It's, you know, but of course it's like, is it getting, you know, is it is it locked down enough? We got to double check everything, you know, because if you got on it real hard or something, you know, who knows what you can blow off an air filter or, uh, oh, and, you know, yeah. one of the induction tubes, you know, to the intercooler or just you just kind of want to go just through. Make, <laughs> just make SEMA first. And yeah, that's it. That's all right. Like, let's just get it there and show this thing off and and make it make it look as, as good as possible. And then we'll we'll dial in it. But I'll tell you what, um, the guys that. Galpin Autosports, uh, they're thrashing on it. I was getting texts in the middle of the night. Um, they're doing me a huge favor uh, working on this thing for them. Um, luckily for us, Galpin has brought countless, I mean, honestly, countless amounts of SEMA cars to that event over the years, their own builds, other people's builds. They did that crazy thing with Ford years ago where they like, they like built an entire Mustang, painted it, dry fit it all together, took it apart, and then at SEMA they did a live build on the Ford stage of like assembling this thing over the course of like three days. And uh, so they are not new to being challenged in this capacity. Oh. Um, so I, I'll tell you, these are the sweetest guys. We get a call from Tommy, and Tommy's like, you know, we're we're working on this, you know, this turbo kit and the instructions aren't very good and we have to keep running to the auto parts store and find some little fittings. And he's just as calm as a fucking cucumber and he's just like, you know, um, I'm like, he's like, can we get a little more time? I'm like, sorry. No, he's like, all right, it's all right. This isn't our first rodeo. And I was like, damn it. Yeah. Uh, save save, uh, save uh, Mustang three-day build SEMA. No. No, <laughs> no. I, honestly, they didn't even get three days to do this. They got two days to do this. They got two days to do the to do. They the, didn't have to build the entire car. Right? Yeah. So I mean, they should be able to get it done. Uh, so anyway, it's 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 coming along. It's getting there, and now I'm just like, I I mean, I got to take the car and drive it out to Anderson Composites. But at this point, I'm 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 just going to go over there. I'm like, I. I don't even want to risk it. Let's let's tow it, trailer it, flatbed it. Let's do something. Let's bring it over there. I, I let's make sure it runs and moves around and it's not leaking anything. But aside from that, let's just get it over there. Get it on their semi truck and out to Vegas and into the show. And then uh, once the show's over, I, I who cares? Like just bring it back to me and we'll go through it again. It's you know. But you, you're right. This was. It's not a full custom build. It's got a bunch of brand new custom parts. Like that's, you know. Which makes it even harder. Well, it kind of does, but the car ran before we got there, right? So it's not like. True, but. It's not like we're going to fire it up and go, I have no idea. Is it, is it, is the fuel pump going on? Did we ground a wire? Is it ECU? It's like, it, it was, it was, it was more than halfway there to begin with. So, uh, we're, we're definitely thrashing on it. And, 
it's funny because it's it's easy to go, oh, it's just bolt-on parts. It is, but not if you have the very first kit and it's never been done before. Then it's not just bolt-on parts. It's it's hopefully there will be bolt-on parts. It's, you know, as we're writing down notes and going, here's all of the issues we ran into while trying to bolt this kit on that you may want to address in the actual kit when somebody does go to bolt this on. So there's been a few things in the there. R&D. Yeah, it's, it's, you're right. It's a lot of the R&D stuff. So, um, yeah, so look, it's, it's, it's good. Uh, I think it's going to, I think it's going to work out fine. Um, I want to, to ask you, uh, the garage, um, any feedback on how are you going to fix the garage doors? That little Boeing issue. <laughs> I don't mean like Boeing, the airline, I mean, <laughs> Boeing, like sagging garage door issue. I know they were kind of working on it and firing up the CAD software and, and kind of getting into it a little bit. And I was just kind of curious because we saw the video you posted up on Instagram. Um, a lot of the facade is going up, all the uh, external wall stuff is, and it's looking good. It's starting to look like a real garage. <laughs> I will get their name, but they have gotten back into my good graces quite quickly, and they have more than rectified the issue, the, the original issue of just the damage on the four doors. There's only two doors that are complete, you know, that are that are damaged. Um, they're replacing all four of the 26 foot doors. Wow! They're on the way. Yeah, they're on the way here, um, and. You know, we've, we've got a couple other doors that are, have some things on them, but these guys are going above and beyond. I mean, quite obviously, you don't want it to malfunction right from the get-go, but if it does and they rectify the problem, you know, like yesterday, then uh, I'm I'm greatly appreciative and, and I can overlook the, the misstep because I get it, you know. They did. They ran the program. They ran the program, and they didn't factor in the weight of the windows, and then it malfunctioned. So it is what it is. I just have to live with it. But they they have rectified the situation. They're not on site yet by any means. But you know, when the tracks, hopefully, we're looking at a week and a half before the new garage doors get here and the final tracks arrive, and so all the garage doors will be installed and completed. But um, yeah, we got we got permanent power to the building. I posted a picture this morning of um, us coming back from a charity event last night and thinking that a spaceship landed on our freaking property because I had asked them to leave the lights on yesterday and I'd forgotten about it. And I'm like, Gee, what the hell is that? Oh, that's the garage. Uh, yeah, it's the garage. So it was glowing. the first time we got to see it. Yeah, with the lights on, man. I think you can see it from space, <laughs> but uh, I'm not sure. I- I'm, I'm going <laughs> to have to see when I go to LA this weekend. Um, but... I won't be going to space. We got to drag a giant um, Bravago banner on the roof. So when all the drone people fly over and go, what is that? At least we get a little branding. <laughs> so, no, no question. We, we can do that. I'd get a, it's, a big banner. We're finally, getting to the, we're finally getting to the point where it's exciting every day. Uh, I mean, windows are all going in. I would say a week from now, we'll be fully closed in window wise. And then, you know, couple days later another week later we'll be fully closed in because the garage doors but man all the interior trim uh i mean well i'd say 90 percent of it's complete we're moving to uh different color boards uh uh, for the for the uh the work area and for the uh sound room the office and so you'll see a huge transformation once those go up 
And you know, we're finishing details, man. It's uh, it's it's nut cutting time. It's it's bitching. We're finishing up the garage bay today. Um, so it's one thing after another. All hands on deck. You know, putting uh, cameras in. Uh, uh, all the outlets are all covered up. I mean, it's one thing after another. You know, I've professed it each and every week. But we're at a point right now where it's really exciting. And I would say I'll have cars in, in there within a month. Hundred percent. Yeah, that's cool. That's badass. Um, how did the Ben Pack stuff all turn out? I know you had the big six car lift, the three over three. That was a cool setup. Yeah. I know that wasn't easy. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, those guys, that company. I, I mean, you know, I'm going to introduce you to them personally, but they 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 go above and beyond. I've never seen a sponsor, uh, never seen an entity that takes care of their ambassadors like they do. And these two six car lifts were installed. Um, and I meant, I think I mentioned it before, but by the original guy who installed all my lifts out in California, same dude. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, oh, it was great. It was great. But, um, yeah, they, they installed both of those and then they installed a, uh, two post 10,000 pound capacity, two post, um, and then a new scissor lift that they have right next to it, uh, dropped off a bunch of swamp coolers. Um, they have gotten into the overhead fan business or they're getting into the overhead fan business. So those will be installed at a later date. Um, the, the, the go tracks, you know, yeah, uh, where you can put them up under each wheel and then, you know, manipulate your vehicle around. I got a couple sets of those. Uh, they, they, they're, I got a beautiful compressor from them, man. I mean, it's just, it's it, it's finally turning into Hanukkah, man. Each and every day, I'm I'm getting stuff. <laughs> Next week, we've got uh, badass workbench. You know, I'm supposed to meet. I was supposed to meet him in in Houston for the Barrett Jackson this week. Unfortunately, I'm headed out to do NCIS. Or fortunately, unfortunately. Um, and so on their way back from Houston, they're going to drop the bench off. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, at the at the garage. Unfortunately, I'm not going to be there. But, uh, you know, that's going to be a huge transformation. I mean, that's the centerpiece for the for the work bay area. Um, yeah, I met Web those Rack, guys. Web uh, Rack will be coming in afterwards, hopefully, you know, and uh, it, it's, it's it's a cool time. But go, go back. I was going to say, yeah, I, when, when you were talking to the workbench guys, I, I went over and met them at SEMA. I remember you texting me, like, swing by, say hi to these guys. And I did. Cool guys. Just cool as uh, – just a – Really good dudes and really nice equipment, though. I mean, I got to see it there in person. It was nice equipment. And um, and Levrack, as you know, I'm, I'm a fan, not just the product, but their guys, Ryan and the guys, the nicest guys out there. I, I, I mean, I always – the past several events for sure, um, from SEMA to, to uh, Barrett-Jackson, I just like to go over and shoot the shit with those guys for a few minutes, just hang out for a minute because they're just the nicest and dudes. And that's the kind of sponsor you want. I mean, obviously, you want the best product humanly possible, and you want it for the cheapest price. I mean, it's great. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you know, these companies, the people that I have attached my name to, whether it be Benpack or Nitto or, or Magnaflow, you know, whoever it may be, um, KW Suspension, uh, you know, Lev Rack, Badass Workbench, ben, you know, everybody. It's just – it's an unbelievable – uh, day when you can be involved with such a quality sponsor and then be quality human beings at the same time. I mean, I like to say that these companies, the only thing better than their product is their customer service. And 
in uh, a space where customer service means everything, man. It, it's just, it's great to be involved with such great people. Expel. Ex- I went to a charity dinner with, with the president of Expel last night. And, um, you know, they're coming out probably next week to do, to check on the, uh, the, uh, the coverings for all the windows for the, for the garage. And, uh, you know, that's an area where not a lot of people know that they, they hold a big space, a big part of the space. But, you know, hopefully through Goldberg's Garage, we're going to get it out to the public. And, um, they're, they're just, it, it's a great company. Um, great people behind and, and, you know, great products. So, um, yeah, man, I'm very lucky. We are, we're both very lucky to be associated with such wonderful sponsors. Yeah, right on. Well, I appreciate it, man. It sounds like it's cool. I can't wait to see more of the uh, photos and the videos as they get posted and uh, when this is going to be done. I know everybody that's listening going, thank God, he's getting a podcast studio. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it, it, this whole thing will sound like, uh, like a real show one day. <laughs> We're getting there. Yes, sir. Um, I appreciate that as well. And, um, and, and, in, and in no better time, right? Yeah. Because hopefully we'll be on Speed Vision here soon. That would be fantastic. So, um, all right, man. Thanks so much. I, uh, uh, we might, uh, have a little shift in, uh, episodes next week. I don't know if you're going to be on CarCast next week, but we'll come up with something else. Maybe we'll bring in another guest, but, uh, you're in town. I'll, um, hopefully I'll, I'll see you while you're in town. So we'll figure something out. Um, but we're going to wrap it up. Uh, thanks guys. Uh, remember, uh, Speed Vision, uh, it's on uh, Speed Vision TV. Is that the social media? Yeah. Speed Vision TV. Yes, you find them on social media, follow them. That way you can at least comment and, see what sort of programming is going to be coming out and where you're going to be able to see it. Uh, So give them a follow. All right, guys. Until next time, keep the air and the spare and the bag and the wheel. For the latest updates and call-in times, follow the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at CarCast Show. If you'd like to write in, fill out the form on CarCastShow.com. And don't forget to give us a nice rating on iTunes. CarCast is a Corolla Digital production and is produced by Chris Loxamana. For more information, visit CarCastShow.com. You own, you rent your home. Sure you do. And it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling your policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowners or renters insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you have so much to do already around your home. Why not make it easy? Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see just how much you could save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Saddle up and get ready for Westerns Weeks on Pluto TV, all for free. We're coming in blazing with favorites like True Grit and Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Or immerse yourself in binge-worthy series like Yellowstone and Walker, Texas Ranger. Plus, Pluto TV has hundreds of channels with thousands more movies, TV shows, and more. The best part? It's free. No credit card, no sign-up, no fees. Download the Pluto TV app on all your favorite devices and start streaming now.